AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Drink Champs, a production of the Black Effect and iHeartRadio. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, it's your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up, is DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast. And your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. Let's go. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hoping it's what it should be. This is your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ EFN. And this is Drink Chats motherfucking happy hour. Make, Make some noise! And one of the our guests today, one of our best things that I started to do, EFN, was to do research, right? right. 
And when I researched this strong woman, I really like, you never seen the X-Men? And you seen Storm? Cause Storm was the strong woman of X-Men that can turn into anything that she wanted to. And when I researched, I felt like I was researching Storm. Nobody else watch read comic books here? Mystique, it's Mystique. I said Storm. I said, it's Mystique. And when I tell you, from her first star in Brooklyn to her conquering the world, there's a lot of people who cannot say I worked with Biggie and Tupac. There's a lot of people who cannot say I worked with Wen DMC and Jay-Z. There's not a lot of people, period, in those categories. And when you Google and when you understand the line that it meant to the culture, and you understand that she stood back and said, you know what, I want the line to speak for itself for years. I said, I'm going to take the step back. And then now, years later, you see what it involved to, what clothing means to hip-hop, how an artist actually gets signed and hires a stylist. If this woman that we have today wasn't here and didn't take the forefront of, you know, we had the fubus, we had the carcanines, we never had a woman just running the forefront. And in case you don't know how proud we are of this history. In case y'all don't know, y'all need to stand up and make some noise for the honorable, the impeccable, April Walker. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm just humbled by that. No, no, you know what's crazy is, obviously I had to do my research, so I went, and you, what documentary you, you told me to watch? Uh, Fresh Dressed. Okay. Fresh Dressed. Yeah. We watched, I watched Fresh Dressed, but before I watched Fresh Dressed, I watched the remix. Okay. With Misa and Dap. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was basically you, Misa, and Dap's uh-huh. documentary, in my opinion. I did not realize how, because to me, I, as an outsider looking in, that's an insider. Right. I just thought you guys... Gucci, send you guys clothing and you guys just cut it up. I thought, I thought, especially I not back then. No, listen, I was so naive. I just thought that they, you right. guys had it made. Like right. I thought that if you was a designer, you basically get the fabric, got the fabric, you cut it up, um, and just get to. I had no idea of what the struggles, the flights, and when I when I'm, I'm researching you because I know when you come, I'm saying, holy shit! I was ashamed of myself. Because here I am as a person that's in the culture, a part of the culture, but I had no idea of what you guys went through. I was just gonna say, like, that's why it's important for this show. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Because Mm -hmm. you're telling our stories. Mm -hmm. And we can't count on other people to tell our stories. We have to tell our own stories. So Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons I wanted to be here. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Goddamn, no, no, no problem, no problem. No problem, no problem. It's true, it's true. Mm -hmm. And I've been listening, like, Mm -hmm. Not just this story. You tell mm-hmm. so many important stories mm-hmm. and unsung heroes mm-hmm. that really have really done a lot for the culture, but people might not know. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you dig in like that, mm-hmm. it's priceless. No, no, I love it. So I, you know where I want to go first? 
I want to go to your first store. Um, fashion and Effect? Oh, right. Yep. That was um, Fashion in, in and Brooklyn. Effect. Yep. Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Okay, right? I just want y'all to understand because a lot of y'all didn't make noise when she said Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Because y'all probably thinking of Clinton Hill, Brooklyn now. Yeah. But back in the days, Clinton Hill, Brooklyn was very rough. I'll paint that picture. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> yeah. so, right, I started in 87. Mm. So when I first started, you got to think Reaganomics, crack era. Yeah. You got to think New York City was different, right? Mm -hmm. So the hustlers were hanging with the seals. The seals were hanging with, you know, it was just like you go to Bentley's, you can see everything at the bar together. Okay, okay tell me about just in case y'all don't know, Bentley's was one of the <laughs> yeah, hottest know, clubs in New York right, City. Right. By the way, she flossed on us, by the way. Like, well, so just in case y'all, yeah. you know, continue, continue. You, got, you gotta help us. The landscape, so when you think about the 80s, right, mm. we're talking about, it was electric in New York. Mm. Right. It was like the hustlers, no disrespect to artists and rappers and mm -hmm. MCs, but a lot of that what you see in videos comes from that 80s period right. on the streets and what was happening, right? Okay, Dominican guy, <laughs> I relax. <laughs> like, you, you were there? That's, that's very real. Yeah, that's real, that's real, that's real, that's real. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he was there, he was there, he was there. Go ahead, go ahead. So, so it was just like this period where you were hustling, trying to figure it out, and then at the same time, I was graduating. I graduated high school. I went to Lachlan, Bishop Lachlan, Bishop Lachlan. and Brooklyn Tech. Oh my God. That's so, where Kenny Anderson went. Kenny yep. Anderson went to Bishop Lachlan. No, no, Bishop Malloy. Okay, my other friend who sold cracks went to Bishop Lachlan. Okay. I, went, I went to school with Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, that's what I'm talking about. Mark, I'm talking okay. about, God, I know I'm on point, my, so, my fucking, Fucking, uh, my Queens basketball players. Okay, yeah, okay. 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 Mm. So then, and Kenny Smith went to Malloy. Mm. Yeah, because we were both peer Not group Kenny leaders. Not Kenny Anderson. I was, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, you I were close. Kenny's you correct. were right there. Okay, um, But that whole period was electric because that was to me when the commercialization, like it started, the spirit of entrepreneurship kicked in hard for hip hop. Mm -hmm. You think about Fresh Fest. You mm -hmm. think about Run DMC, my Adidas. You mm -hmm. think about like mm -hmm. it becoming a commercially viable business, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then Public Enemy mm -hmm. came yeah. out that Fight don't believe, yeah, all of that. Public Enemy oh my God, they shut crazy. it down. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they were speaking to us, right? Mm -hmm. It was everything we were feeling. Right. So one night at the Apollo, after the Apollo, me and my girls went to Dapper Dance. Mm -hmm. Was it, it at nighttime? Right after amateur night at the Apollo at there night. There was a lot of cocaine selling. There was a front. lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> let's, let's a lot, take it from right? There. Let's go. Okay. We walk in, fabric everywhere. Mm -hmm. He's hustling. He's out there. Like, he has lines. He, his cheapest velour sweatsuit at that time, we're talking the 80s, was $300. You know what that is now. That's like sixteen hundred, right? It, that's like three G's, right? Just now. three G's. Got you know it. what I mean? From the oh, 80s. Shit. Uh, right? Inflation. That's without anything on it. So. Mm -hmm. Automatically, I just was seeing. Okay, hold on. When you say without anything on it, okay. let's just be clear. Right. You're talking about without logos. Without logos. So you say it's a plain velour suit. Nothing was on 300. it. Was three hundred. Three hundred, right? And then it went up from there. Like I remember, Diane Dixon. Mm. 
mm-hmm. right? She ran track, Olympic star. Shout out to Diane. We both were cool. But like, I remember when she bought that jacket she bought, and he was making mink coats, reversible Gucci, everything. He was doing it better than they were at that time. So for me, the light bulb went off. Like. We have nothing like this in Brooklyn for us because y'all okay. have to understand Brooklyn was very different than Harlem. Well, Harlem was very different than, than Queens. Queens yes. Boroughs were everything. At Queens, we had the Coliseum Mall. Harlem, you had Dapper Dan. Brooklyn, you had Albee Square Mall. Yeah, we had all. We definitely had that. But that was only known for gold fronts. No, I mean, kind of. Yeah. We, we we used to go to Canal Street and we Street. we went to yeah Canal okay. Street. Yeah, look, he still go to Canal Street right now. You, just, you see, look, look at. Look, I think look, a lot look, of people. He works at Canal Street. He goes to flea market out here. The flea market out here is Canal Street. Make sure you know everybody. And also, you, um, the Diamond Exchange. Ooh, Diamond Forty Seventh yeah. Street. You know, yeah. so it was a few options, but some cats went to. So, so let me ask you something. Growing up in hip-hop, what was the first hip-hop brand that actually hit? Hmm. Was it FUBU? No. no. So for us, it was, it was for me, I'm going to answer Walkerwear. But I'm going to say, like, we were... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's make some noise for that. <laughs> Cross colors, so what happened was just a timeline. So I opened Fashion in Effect, and Carl had Carl Kanai had a tailor ship in Flatbush mm. called, um, it was a tailor shop. And then it was him and AZ. And then in another part of Flatbush, there was Miguel Navarro, God bless the dead. Wow. And it was the three of us, and we were making a lot of stuff. Now, Carl came out to L.A. to try to figure it out, the production. Okay. I'm still at Fashion in Effect. And then during this storm brewing, Cross Colors started bubbling out of L.A. Now, Cross Colors and Damage, is, was they both black? Oh. Cross Colors was. Damage. Damage was in black? You fucking on my childhood no, right now. Damage was not. I always thought Damage was... And look at you, Rastaman. Yeah, Rastaman <laughs> thought it was damaged too, right? <laughs> so damage was not black owned? That's fucked not up. Not to my knowledge. Holy moly, clock on. Okay, all right. They did a lot of damage in the. They did. Oh, sure. they, everybody wore it. Like, you know, I just oh. mean, like, everybody okay, cool. wore it. Cross Colors was, though. Cross Colors was. They were, if you remember, they were the first um, brand to be on Black Enterprise as the first $100 million brand in sales. So that was like the first one to like break through. The and were they the, it, who who's created Cross Colors? Carl Jones and T.J. Walker, two two brothers. Okay. So now, what they? I mean, I, I was too young at that time to think about. I was I was born in '77, so I wore Cross Colors, but I didn't know was the culture actually accepting. Cross it seemed colors. like so it we we wasn't. had this yeah we had this conversation on a plane. I okay. flew in with Cliff. Cliff Love, shout out to Cliff. He sang with, he actually danced with Houdini and then went on to do all this amazing product placement in the field, but we were talking about it. And the East Coast didn't really wear cross colors too hard. It wasn't wasn't like um, a diss, but they were very colorful. And you gotta think early 90s, late 80s, New York wasn't doing colors like that in a big way. You know what I mean? It was more the West Coast. But, 
some people did wear it, and they wore the black, red, and green suits. And that's why suits. it pops up in a lot of, like, sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, they had the product placement. Right. Strong. To me, Cross Colors was lit, but I was, like, eight years old. <laughs> so, I, all right. No, so, it, and it was cool. It was just different. So, I want to, because when we Google your name, so many pictures come up. Mm-hmm. So many beautiful pictures of artists that we can never, ever interview. Right. We can never speak to them. So I would like to talk. go to a couple of your pictures and ask you this, the story that you remember from this. Okay. And obviously, we're going to start with Tupac. Okay. That Tupac picture, when we Google you, a Tupac picture comes up. There's a couple, isn't there? There's more than one. But it's that one one. <clears throat> with the with the Africa jersey on. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't there that day. It, it, uh-huh. it, how does this picture happen? Okay. Um, did he buy it? Did he call you? Did you send it to him? What is this? How does this happen? So, Ed Lover, Mark Sex. There was a crew. Mark Sex was part of No Face. No Face was under the umbrella of Def Jam. Mm. Def Jam, they had a label out of Queens, mm. right? So, like, they were Ed Lovers people, like, Stretch. What, was Live Squad? Walker, I was say, Live yeah, Squad, Live all Squad, of them, right? Yeah, yeah, so, okay, okay. so I knew all of them. So I started styling. Like, they had BWP, Bitches With Problems, um, and I was styling at this time, too, right? Uh-huh. I started styling from fashion. And in fact, my first styling job was with Audio 2. Audio 2. Wow. I don't care. Audio. That, that crashed up Benz. That was us and Shirt Kings. We did that together. So that was okay, the first on. thing. You're dropping way too much science. Let me just, <laughs> let me just for, the, for, the, for, the, for the listeners that don't know, I'm from Queens, born and raised. At one point, if you didn't have a shirt from Shirt Kings, you wasn't fly. Right. You had to actually go there and get your shirt spray painted. Absolutely. Shout like, out with to Like, your name on it? And you had to go back to the hood. Like, you had to go all the way there <laughs> and go back to the yep. hood and have your shirt spray painted and be like, yeah, Legendary. that's my name. So, uh, I just wanted yeah. when she said Shirt King. So, I can continue. Shout out to Shirt King, mm-hmm. for sure. They were one of the first two when we talk about first, right? Mm. Shirt King. Mm. We can't say not them. We got to say them. Right. Yep. I never looked at Shirt Kings as merchandise, though. Yeah, but they were kind of. Like, You're they right. just don't get that credit. You're right. They really did and a that lot spread for the culture. Everywhere. Out here in the LL spot means we, they, they, we had it. Yeah. But right. I'm saying people were copying that style of doing All right. Everywhere, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay, so, um, so, yeah, so Stretch and um, Pac started hanging out. Right. And I don't remember which came first, but I remember seeing them on a set when I was styling BWP. Right. And then um, another time, I think it might have been when I went to trial for Juice. Um, <laughs> to be on the, in the movie? <laughs> yeah. What role? I, I just really wanted, at this time, I was still doing fashion and effects, so I wanted to get my clothes out there. So any way I could, I was oh, hustling. Yeah. So I wore a custom velour sweatsuit that was crazy oh, with shit. the bucket hat, and I had my cards. <laughs> and, I, I'm with Ian, which role? Yeah. I, I, I didn't get any of them. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. But I remember him stopping me, like, yo, where you get that? And I was like, I made it. And when you say him... Tupac. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gave the card. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
And I don't know if that was the first or the second time, but we kept seeing each other to the point where... Um, but your brand wasn't known yet when you met. It wasn't. I was, right. I, I was still doing a lot of styling. Right. And I was making suits at this time. I was doing something called the rough and rugged suit, which was like... I got that in my notes. Okay, yep. It was a heavy denim suit. Look, rough and rugged suit. Just That's so right. you know. Just so you know. It's in my notes. On your job. All right, cool. All right, cool. Cool, go ahead. Yep, but this rough and rugged suit caught fire. So, like, crossover, you think about the video with EPMD. Mm-hmm. They went in, like, all black with velour. Like, yeah. that was that suit. But then we started doing it in denim. And just a lot of people started wearing it. So that gave me the gumption to start walkerwear. But Pac, it was me seeing him styling a lot of different people because we started styling a lot of people as well. So how did uh, so from the store? From the store, store so, to styling. So what happened was what had happened was what had happened was <laughs> we we're at um the store. This is still the eighties and mm-hmm. we didn't have the internet. We mm-hmm. didn't have anything. Right. So Only word, word of, of mouth, mouth was yeah. the credit. Mm-hmm. So I remember Milk and Giz coming in, light and swatch told Milk and he was doing and he was doing his cover. Brother and sister, right? Yeah, and right. he was, they were like, I want wait, Brooke, wait, wait, a Brooklyn. Wait, wait, milk wait. and MC Light, Milk D, Milk and Milk and Giz, and Milk is MC Light's sister, Bro- brother. brother. Yeah. And then Shaggy Sean Head. Yeah. Right. This is old school, but they're classic and yeah. they are legends in Brooklyn. So Brooklyn was fine in Brooklyn. And then one day, Little Round Kid, Biggie Smalls, 15 years old, he walked in. We had the airbrushing. We were doing airbrushing. We were doing acrylic fashion in effect. Now, Big was from my neighborhood, so I'd always see him on the corner coming out the train. We'd always nod, but I didn't know him. But this airbrush shirt stopped him, came in the window, found out he was, you know, his love was hip-hop. He that was, was big at the love. time. He wasn't notorious. He wasn't notorious. Yeah. Okay. And he was still, like, trying to get signed. He might have you know? not even been Biggie yet. He wasn't. Uh, he was right. just rapping, and he was, like, talking to me, and real cool. And that's that he started supporting us, and that's how we wow. built those relationships. So from that, Milk came back. That's how I started finding out about styling. After we did that cover, he was like, can you guys style our video? And I was like, yeah, I didn't even know what styling was. But I was like, yeah, we get paid for it, too. So we styled the video and... um, Don't tell me this milk is chilling. No, it wasn't that that one. All right, cool. Um, But from that, I saw, wow, that's another revenue stream branch, and we needed them all. So Mm. I was like, we're going to start styling. And um, that's how we started styling. We did um, Shaq. We did um, everybody from Shaq? Shaq. To like with his videos, Fushnickens, like they. There's a lot of walkaway in that. We Whoa. did, um, we did a lot. We did LL Cool J's tour. We did like from one end of it to the other. All, right. uh, all naughty by nature. I styled them for years. Yep. Like Run DMC. Um, for years, people years, thought that Tupac. Run DMC and. Naughty by Nature owned Walkerwear. Yeah. I was very ambiguous on purpose because I remember having a conversation with my father uh-huh. when I was first deciding I was going to go for it with Walkerwear. And I was like, I don't know if they'll accept a woman making men's clothes, mm. you know? And he was like, well, if you got a chance, then don't do it. 
Wow, so purposely you yeah, stayed so in the background. Yeah, so I just was like, let the product lead. Just make dope product, put it out there. Let that be the star and let pe people rock it. Like, we never had official ambassadors. Right. It was just love at that time with hip-hop. Like, hip-hop wow. was uh, energy feeds energy, and we were all building and growing at that time. So it was just like, I believe in you, you believe in me, let's rock. You but, you, but you were officially styling them, right? I was styling some of them, and the then some I wasn't styling. Who was the first, first, very first one? If we were giving their flowers right now. The very first one. That was famous. Or a couple of the first okay, ones. Okay, so I, was, I would say Milk. I would say Audio 2. Uh -huh. I would say Sean Head and Shaggy. Damn, Sean Head and Shaggy. Let's make, make some noise for Sean Head and Shaggy. But, and then right after that, pop and uh, just yeah, like all the, you know, like it's I gotta. This give is pop still digital underground pop. It's digital. Right, I yeah. met him when he was a roadie, and then he became that, and then he kept going. Then when he did Above the Rim, he called and he was like, "Yo, I'm doing this movie. I want you to do the clothes for the movie." Mm. So I remember him. I met him, and we went to the trailer. I met the costume designer, the costume wardrobe of Karen. And he was telling her, I want her to do all of, all of, and she was like, she can't do everything. He was like, well, I want all black designers. Mm. So, really? I got, yeah, I got to do um, the camouflage outfit in that. That's right. walk away. Right. And also that hooked vest, that scene right. with him in the gray with the pants and the shirt, I did that. And then I was like, if you need more black designers, call 5001 Flavors. Troy. That's how they got in it. Troy. Wow. I was with Troy the other night before oh, I came. God damn, make some noise for Troy. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, um, I always thought y'all had it. I don't want to say like a given. I thought y'all had it made. I thought if you was a black designer, you like you came, you came with LL, like like you walk in with LL and you just get a deal. <laughs> like don't None walk away. Um, you guys just had Tupac and you just right. walk, and you guys just had a deal. I had no idea the struggle that you guys. I mean, researching right. you, like it was bittersweet because some of it I cried and I was like, really, this is what black designers go through. And and, and when you hear Kanye going on a rant. And you just be like, Kanye's like, well, you don't know what's going on. And then, and then you actually listen to the names that he was saying, and you go back and research a little bit, and you're like, he has a point. I had no eye fucking dare. Yeah, it was, it's, been, it's been a journey for sure. Add putting a woman into that equation and then being Blexican, black and Mexican, and not being, and you I was- black and Mexican? Oh, I'm black and Puerto Rican. Oh shit, she said flexican. I never heard that term. That is hard. Put it in the drink champ. She is hardcore. <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Cause I before we get into the woman part, because we have to get into the right. woman part, right? But I just wanna people you to describe how hard it is for a designer. Period. Just period. Yeah, first. And then I wanna get in the designer and then right, being okay. a woman. So just Okay, because this is us from the outside looking in. This is early before hip hop fashion is. Before and you gotta realize if we see it on video music box, right. we think it's it. Like it doesn't matter if it's a headband, right. if it's a, if it's a, if it's a, a pouch. Right. If we see it on video music box, we're saying these people made it. Right. So. Starting your brand, first we had the store. The right. store was to 
keep people fresh. Then you started styling. How much courage did it take to say, you know what? I don't want to be com- I don't want to be competing because I, th- I think you said you had um, a fashion show and Jimmy Jazz you invited and uh-huh. all of them they invited, but that's a lot of courage. So how do you develop that courage to say, you know what? I'm going from styling to that. This is this is me, and I, I want to invite these people. So I think that honestly, I had a as. I was naive to fear, and I think my parents, and I now had a good support system. When I say that, I mean, I grew up, my father was in the music industry. Wow. So my father, I grew up as a jazz baby. He managed a lot of jazz greats, like McCoy Tyner, Gary Bartz. And then by the time I was a teenager, he started managing D-Train, jazz, Mm Jay-Z, all these people my pops was working with. So I grew up watching him literally Dance to his own beat, like. Okay, I think you, what you just said just went over my head. Did you just say jazz, jazz Jay Z, mm-hmm. like jazz O? Mm-hmm. I got you talking about jazz mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, cool. No, she went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just yeah. lost on us. It went over no, my head. No. It went over so my, my head. Okay. So my pops, right? We were in Brooklyn, and I used to hang in Marcy, uh-huh. and I heard about these kids that could rap their ass off, and uh-huh. and um. Yeah, I gave my father wow. his demo, and then they started, and we were all cool, mm. you know? Because mm. you also got Jay-Z and some walkaway. That, that's how that all happened, you wow. know what I mean? It was just like a family affair. And then um, Guru, recipes. yep, moved in and was my next-door neighbor right there when he first in came Brooklyn. to to Brooklyn. Right. From, wow. from Boston. Uh-huh. Right. Wow. And so that's how we got cool. Premier, all of us, you know. Obviously, he wasn't guru then. Yeah, he was key. Okay, he was key. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so and then context-wise, Keith lived um, um, Easy Mo B lived next door to me in wow, the next this building. Is, this is a, so when Pac, this is crazy, so, man. so when Pac was doing that album, what kind of water was y'all drinking, man? Because everybody talented. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm giving you this. I'm giving you Clinton Hill. Like <laughs> right. Rosie Perez lived on the next block, and she really? still does. You know did, what I'm did saying? Did she have that voice back then? We still, yep. Same cool voice. Cool to this day. <laughs> like, out from there. <laughs> so like uh, the neighborhood was very creative, and we were all like on this like Voltron. Move. Is this where Do the Right Thing was based out of? That that area, cause Spike yeah. was right there too. Wow, wow. this is crazy. <laughs> this, this is crazy. <laughs> Y'all should make this a documentary so, about that neighborhood. Like yeah, that, that neighborhood. Wesley lived over there. Like um, Wesley Snipes. Uh huh. I he love how she called everybody yeah, got, yeah, first name. Yeah, first name. Wesley. Wesley. Who? It was a special time. Right, right. Wow, Wally Wally. But yeah, no. Like, I wasn't trying to name drop, seriously. No, I was no, trying to give you context that. of, like, what was happening, that energy. But getting back to what you said, I think that, um, yeah, it just was that time, and um, it was special. So, all right, this is, this is commercial, right? This is where I think hip-hop took a, a turn in fashion. LL does his commercial. For Gap, I believe it is. Yeah. But in oh, Gap, yeah. in Gap he has so a FUBU dope. shirt on. Or was it a FUBU hat? He I think the hat. The hat. hat. The hat, yeah. And he... So, me as an outsider looking in, did that help the fashion industry? What kind of message was that when he did that? Because, obviously, you know, especially now, now you see Gap, 
doing business with Kanye West. But this was actually the first time we seen Gap do business with people that look like us. But then the business that he did that looked like us, he sent a message to us, whether it was the hat right. or the shirt, that we still fought us by us. Right. What, what kind of message did it send to the fashion Oof. industry? Oof. And we had Damon and Elle talk about this with us. Yeah. yeah. I want to hit her. So <laughs> I'm going to answer that first, and then I want to double back to how hard it was as a designer, because I don't mm-hmm. think I gave that due justice, that answer, uh-huh. if that's cool. Oh, man, the message was so strong. It was everything. That commercial was everything. I remember right. the first time I saw it, I was like, yes, for the win for us. Right. Because you talk about how hard it was. We had to figure out ways to make something out of nothing mm. every time because we didn't have the same dollars, marketing dollars as Ralph Lauren, mm-hmm. as Tommy Hilfiger. Mm. So we had to fit in the culture however we could get it, you're going to get it. Right. You know what I mean? So mm. that was brilliant to me and it was mm. so clever because they let it happen. Right. And they were so clueless to the culture that they didn't like even... Graffiti. But they it's didn't like know whoever, right. whoever did that ad. I'm sure that commercial, they probably got fired after. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was brilliant for right. FUBU. Right. And it was just like such a message to the culture. Like, we're here, we're unapologetic. Right. And right. the best, you know what I mean? It right. was so dope to me. Because that was like the first time that we actually... Felt like because now people started to research food, right? You so, will see us. That's yeah, what yeah, that right. was. Yeah. Regardless, you're gonna get this work in a gap ad or not, you yeah. know? Right. 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 So so a lot of people started to realize at that very moment that mm-hmm. rappers are not just brand ambassadors, just people that is uh promoting the product, but rappers are actually a part of the brand. Absolutely. An extension of the brand. And if we if we if we have to talk about that, we cannot say that. Um, we can't say FUBU without LL. Right. Because he was, to me, the foundation. Right. I still have their first ad right. with them right. in front of the house. You know what I Get mean? Like, here. yeah, like, LL got them to the point when the world knew about them. That Gap right. ad was a big part of it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, he pushed. And it's almost like a nod to the culture, right? Right. So it was, it was a, besides them having dope product, that's what it was. So you said that first... Ad, or you see, you got the, still got the first football ad, and what is that? Is, if they're they're my- all in front of like um, I don't know if it's Damon's or one of the, a Queen's house, and uh-huh. they got the, hanging out the car, and it's cool. And I was there too. Mm-hmm. I was there. Man, listen, man, you gotta stop downplaying rappers' influences, man. We are- <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. 
it's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So wait, you asked me about the designer. Let me just answer okay. that real quick. Yes. It's hard as hell for a designer. And it's really hard um, because... It's hard because... Don't worry, this noise is my of Brooklyn. This is, this, is Brooklyn. This, is, this is Brooklyn shit. She, she, she ain't flinched that one day. time. Don't worry about it. She's good. She's good. She's used to it. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Designer. It's just period. It's, it's so competitive now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is way more competitive than than when I started. When I started, there wasn't streetwear, there wasn't urban fashion, there was nothing. It was like going into the wild wild west. Like it wasn't there. So mm-hmm. we were literally creating it right by trusting our instincts. Mm-hmm. I started. I reverse engineered into the business because I didn't have a blueprint. Mm-hmm. I was literally feeling hip hop. And like listening to how we felt and expressing that. And that's how my team was expressing it. And that's what translated into the clothing. Right. But we couldn't go in a store and buy anything that looked like us, that felt like us at that moment. It wasn't there yet. And and the popping stores was A&S at that time. Right. A&S and and Maze. Old school up to old school. Maze, you know about that. Okay. A&S. I I used to get dipping A&S. Look, niggas laughing at me. Absolutely. A&S was like Macy's yeah. back then, you know? So it was... Mm-hmm. And that's was the first Macy's, It right? was. We had Bird Eyes down here in Miami. It was, Let's welcome Diego back out there. Let's make a noise, Diego. A&S, B. Altman's. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember B. Altman's. That was on 34th Street. That okay. was like... um, That was that was like a Macy's, too. But yeah, uh-huh. so, so it was really hard. 
Mm. And in the beginning, for us, it was really hard because nobody believed in hip-hop. Mm. So the buyers were like, it's a fad, it's going to go away, it's not going to last. Why mm. should we buy this? Why are your velour sweatsuits as expensive as Fila's? Who are mm. you? You know, mm. like, so we had to constantly tell them, no, it's going to last. I, we had to do tricks like, I can remember um, to get in the doors, we were like one of the first, Carl Kanai, Cross Colors, um, Triple Five Soul, PNB, mm -hmm. there are a few of us, PNB, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but we had to kick in those doors to open them up so that they became accepted in mainstream. And one of the tricks we did, PNB I can remember. Black owned too? You just said they, they were Latinos, they, weren't they? They were black, yeah, they're, 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 they're okay. melted yeah. black and brown. Yeah, black and brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Black and brown. Um, and um, in Asian, in Asian, oh, yeah, I think that, yeah, Asian yeah, okay. too. Shout out to Shara and Brew. Right, right, right. Anyway, um, okay. they they um, we had to really fight for that space. We had to because it wasn't accepted. Like the music was making money, but right. they thought it was gonna go away. They weren't believing in it yet. Uh -huh. So I remember going to Def Jam, walking in one of the rooms. Funny story and. It was a room full of interns. I was working with Def Jam at this time, doing a lot of styling and stuff. And I came in the room, it was all interns calling, asking for a record to be played mm. in these record stores, like the record stores, they wanted right. to break these records. And a light bulb went off. And so I went back to the office, like, find the top 10 stores in the top 10 cities in every hood, every hood star, find out where they shopping. Right mm. now, like the Vinnie Styles of the wow. world, like the, you know? Wow, the um, Exactly. Okay, so broken. we found out, right, with the 10 cities we wanted to be in, the 10 cities we needed to be in. Let me and call off top. Detroit was one of them? At that time, yeah. Detroit okay. was one of them. Um, Miami was not Chicago on the was one of them. Miami, uh, no, not then. Not then. Not yet. Me neither, me neither. But we, we called them for like six months. Okay. And then we showed up <laughs> right. with our little sweatsuits. And, and they like, where you been? Everybody's been calling. We couldn't find you and stuff. The ones that didn't accept us, that when that didn't work, we said, let's put it in the window. for six. Look, we're going to leave six suits with you. Just put them, give us real estate. Put them one in the window, put them in the front. Don't put don't us at the back. It. Don't have to pay us. Don't pay we us. Pay Just, this is what I like you to charge consignment, on yeah. consignment. We're going to come back in a week. If they don't sell, no harm done. Right. And then we would send six of our friends in that week to buy them. Oh. So it just blow out, right? Oh. So between those two tricks, we built our market. Mm. Because once they sell... They believe in it, right. and they start selling it right. for you, but they got to believe in it. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's some of the stuff we had to do, but we we just had to create it, create that magic, just like hip-hop. God oh. damn, that's, that's makes some noise for that. <laughs> Let me ask you. We, we had Grandmaster Kaz here, right? And he was talking about the, the, the commonality between punk rock and, and hip-hop coming in. In the fashion side, I'm thinking it looks like the like the skateboarding world was doing urban fashion as well. Was there ever any? Yes, it was like, an intersection. I think that people missed that part of it in the early '90s, the late '80s, like skate, surf, 
right. and hip hop. All like, like think about. I don't know if y'all remember OP Ocean yeah, yeah, Pacific. Yeah, like, Ocean Pacific. Yeah, we all rock yeah. that. I went to you know Alexander I mean? and got Ocean Pacific. So you know about on, it. You Alexander. Alexander. Shout out to Alexander. Actually, I think the pops. Y'all niggas who ain't have it. That's where we, that's where we had to go. To Alexander, baby. <laughs> Alexander, Queens, Queens, in the mall. God damn it. The guy lives out here now. The guy who got really? one, on one of the guys who started. That's dope. Oh, no, Ocean Pacific. The guy that started Ocean Pacific. Yeah, and I think his son's an artist now. But whatever. That's another yeah, that's really. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. one of those brands that like Quicksilver, crossed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of them, and then it was this show called the ASR, right? Mm. ASR show was like the magic show. The magic show, magic show yeah. is yeah, I got that like, in my notes too. yeah, it's like a huge show that comes that everybody from around the world comes to shop. That has a store and buys. And the original for the one next was in Vegas. In Vegas, mm-hmm. still in Vegas, and literally the ASR show was like this skate surf show, but then hip hop was like we need to be there too. Uh. So because literally you could have on an OP shirt and then you could have on your denim oversized shorts and then you have on your kicks. So it was uh. just like mixing it all together and everybody was vibing together. That's uh. how the Lower East Side vibes were, or you know. Um, Frisco, Oakland, right. like those, it was, it was, that was the vibe. Now let me ask you a fashion tip, and then we're going to go to Quick Time with Slime, we're coming back to the Magic Show, and then Vegas. Um, can you wear Nike with Adidas? Or is that a star for law? I feel like... That don't feel right. It's old school. <laughs> See, I'm old school, so that doesn't feel right for me. Like, you cannot it's do like, that. yeah, you gotta rock it all together. Like, yeah, that looks wrong, man. I'm just saying. I've been seeing a lot of our fashion anatos. But it's it's, <laughs> it's no rules slipping. anymore. Like that's the thing. Kanye it's like no rules. was the other day sitting there with Yeezy everything on and a Nike sock. <laughs> and I just bothered you, right? Check nah, for real? <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. We pulling up the picture. We pulling up the picture. And yeah, that's dead not, serious. That's and I not sit there. I won't even go to the gym like that. I'll be looking because I'm like, someone's going to take a picture of me with, with this fucking Puma sock on. <laughs> it feels like you're set tripping or some shit. <laughs> hey, man, listen, that's fashion tripping. That shit been way before set tripping. So you cannot do that. Let's just tell it to the young boys. Yeah, if I you mean, have one Nike top, if they're coming from from my era, it was a no no. Yeah, because they wilding out here. They wilding. <laughs> they wilding. It depends out. on what you repping. Like if you get money, are you getting a check from Adidas or okay. you getting a check from Nike? Keep it consistent. Okay, now let me let me just ask you this. That's on the lower end brand. Can you wear Louis with Goyard? You can mix it up. Is that not racist? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a new segment. Is that not racist? <laughs> I'm not asking for I me. Love it. I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for somebody. I gotta else. think about but that. But just one. think about. Because, I think about that. Because this is true. I've seen people rock a Gucci belt, right? Louis Vuitton hat. I mean, Louis Vuitton jacket. When did you do this? Fendi hat. I might have did it once or twice. It might have been me. It might have been me. But I've seen what I've seen people repeat offenders. I'm right. one. I made one felony. And that was it. <laughs> like people hit because my, my Instagram, they very negative people. So when I post shit, they're like, you got on the fucking Gucci belt. But, such and such. but I see people get away when it's designer. But if I do Adidas, if I got on Yeezys, 
and I put on a Jordan hat, they're talking about my mother. Really? <laughs> you asshole! Really? What are you doing? I think that might be more men. Like tripping on that. Like no, it's women. men. It's a, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It's probably people I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Yeah. But if they wear a Fendi hat with a Gucci belt, they could get away with it. Well, so I was also going to say it depends. Is it like logo, logo, logo? Because you can have right. one of a, a Gucci shirt and nobody knows it's Gucci and then have a belt on that That's just bring, you know what I mean? And people are like, this one part is understated, another part is overstated, you know what I mean? You right. could do that. Like, less mm. is more sometimes. I think you mm. can mix it up where it's not all Sound in like your face. The stylist in hers. Yeah, that's yeah, just... The stylist in her letting niggas get away with shit. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> uh, I also heard you say that you thought that that was the person that brought out the logos. Like, when the logos actually came. So, you can't really have a real Fendi and then Nike pants on with the same type of logos. You're that just bothers you, right? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't sit right <laughs> with me. But can you tell the people that they're wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it consistent. Okay. Go hard, right? Can you help us? Can you help us? <laughs> Go hard. Go yeah. hard. I think that... um. So it's hard to do that. That's like, what I should say to you is it's like censorship, me saying that. Okay. Like For if real, in fashion. In, we'll walk away with headphones, walk away with a t-shirt, and I then had on, and then had on. No, but the shoes wouldn't matter at that point. Then he had on Carhartt shorts. No, Carhartt shorts you can get away with. I like Carhartt. Yeah, yeah, you can get away with. Damn, I fucked up. I think I fucked up my analogy. Good. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. It wasn't supposed to be. Alone. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. I'm just moving on, y'all. I was reaching. So now the magic show. Yep. The magic show was legendary. Now let me actually okay. talking yes. to, going kind of it's no, kind of connected sorry. to the magic show, but asking about how things evolved for you guys. I had a store. That's how we met. I opened up a store with my, my partner Eddie Giggs called Crazy Goods here in Miami. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it was hard to get these brands. What year? 97. Mm -hmm. um, and even then, it was hard to get the brands down here. So and we, got, we had uh, Wu Wear, Nietzsche. Um, right. Uh, what, was, what was some of the other brands we had? Echo was at that time when they came with the tapes. Who? Mecca. Okay. How about Esco? Maurice Willow. Esco. Okay. Yeah, so we was trying to get all that stuff. But this is the problem that we ran into that Retail wasn't really my passion. I was right. doing this to create a hub for hip-hop locally. Okay. But then I quickly found out I really don't like retail because the only way they were selling to us was in packs. Right. Balls. Pre-packs. Like Costco. You had to buy in packs, pre-packs, because we were young men with no credit and retail credit, and they, were, and, they were, and they were forcing us to buy these packs in order to carry these brands, and they were pre-packs, and then they were sending us all the stuff they couldn't sell that was usually sweaters and, and pants that were 45 ways or four, whatever, 48 ways to, and I was catering to high school kids at the time. And this, this dude's in there with Eventually, we wasn't, it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> you know? Don't and then be, don't we be fat shaming, all right? We, we lasted till about 2000 until finally the department stores locally right. started buying, and then that made it even worse because Harder then they brought down the price, and we, we had to hike up the price because of the packs, you know? So did you guys know that that was happening? Oh yeah. 
And was it a, because it almost felt to us like, man, do these brands not know that we're all the culture here, let's let's win. So basically what you're saying in a, in a, in a, in a, in a smaller shell is, Walker Rear was priced at one price in New York City, but when it came to the no, South? No, 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 okay. no, that's not what I'm saying. It made uh, it hard for a small boutique hip-hop clothing store to eat, to have, to be in business, is what I'm saying. This is good, by the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Shout that's out Organic, organic Food Kings. Yeah, I love Organic it. Food Kings, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah, to yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Shout vegan people. Yeah, God damn. So, so, did, yeah, did you so, guys, like, what was your thinking knowing that that was going on? So let me explain the back end of that because I definitely feel your pain. For us, being young designers, um, being a designer, period, we needed to pay our bills, right? right? So black and brown designers, here's another challenge we have. There is something called minimums when you produce in fashion at right. the factories. And the minimums then weren't low. Just like when you go to buy a house, sometimes black and brown have to pay more. Right. And then, so same thing, like, if you want to be in this business, we need 1,200 units per color in your order. Right. We have to sell into that. And when you are ordering, like, I want one small, I want three mediums, I want, it's very hard for us to do business with the factories that way. Right. So we have to buy in bulk. And then we have to do our homework in the map. We got to look at the averages around the country and say, mediums and larges are selling the most. Mm. Smalls are selling the least. Double X's are selling. This was the business, not just us. It's everybody, right? right. Mm. So you put... You put... Uh, together your size scale and say, this is how I think my hood is going to buy, my customer. Mm -hmm. um, and then you say, I need to get $2,500 in a minimum order if you want to play. Because mm -hmm. if it's not that, because here's what was happening on our end. Like, I'll give you an example. I had, I had a distribution almost deal a few times. One was with Threads for Life with Cross Colors. One was with... Um, U USA Classics, which they had Everlast, Dan Skin, Fat Farm, all these people. Wow. But when you deal with them, they want big numbers. It's just right. like the record and, mm. you know, distribution. Big so numbers meaning like They sales? want you to sell. Okay, okay. Now, I'm doing a dance because it's not independent totally anymore, right? I got to make them happy, but at the same time, I'm not whoring my brand. Right. I don't want it in 10 stores on every block. Right. So I'm going to make sure that if I'm going to build with you in your store, I'm treating you right. right. But you're going to be exclusive in your hood, but now you got to buy into my business. and You got to right. build with me. Right. right. Invest. Um, and that's the only way it's going to be sustainable. Now I have to have a conversation with the retailer because he doesn't want to sell you. He wants to sell the guy down the block that can do bigger numbers because that's all they care about. Right. right. And I have to be like, nah, he's official. We're going to go with this guy. So we had to have minimums to pay bills. And mm. then on the other side, often we, my business was percentage. So I took a loss, a certain percentage, knowing I was going to take a loss because dudes were buying off their credit cards or doing COD at that time. Right. And a lot of people yeah, was just luck. You know, like 
I'm investing in the hood like they're investing in me. I pray they pay their bills. But sometimes, a lot of the times, that came back. They they bounced them right. and stuff like that. So that caught that's cost of business, you know. So I had to write that off, but just keep trusting the hood, and then fight with the dudes that were the distributors. So all that Real stuff was shit. happening. That that's the business. Yeah. So I, as I watched a documentary, right, I seen Misa talk about times where she styled a person. And then they took the style from her and didn't call her back. Right. And, didn't, and when it came time for, uh, so I have to ask you the same thing. It was at a time you styled the artist and the artist blew up. And then it came time for them to like show love back and say, you know what? I'm doing this shoot in Paris and, 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 I, and I can have you, but I'm going to hire Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. Because you're not drinking, so usually this is an easy question. <laughs> yeah. Someone would say, I'm sure yeah, they yeah, were. It was so-and-so. Um, nah, I, I can't say, like, per se, because I did have a lot of love when it came to the tribe, but I walked away at the height of what was perceived success for That's a minute. That's my next question. Yeah. So I didn't really have that problem, per se. I think that... Um, it was more problems like, honestly, being a woman in a man's world, sometimes not getting paid, like trying not to pay mm. me. Um, and I had to put that ugly head down to make sure I got paid. You know what I mean? Stuff but no like one that. actually fronted on you when they... I never got fronted on in that mm. way because we leaned out of the styling mm. and really focused on the business of walkerwear after a while and did more of that than anything. Like nobody gave walkerwear to and then... They blew up afterwards and didn't want to wear walkerwear anymore? Oh, I'm sure that happened. I mean, because this time around, it's a lot harder than it was last time. So when you asked before about designers then and designers now, mm -hmm. there are a lot more designers and we're living in the age of technology. Mm -hmm. And so it's ADD. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, the last thing you see is what you love. It's not like um, loyalty anymore. You know, where I came up in loyalty in a different time of like, Brands meaning something of substance. Mm -hmm. I think you got Fashion Nova. You got all this disposable clothing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, to me, that for us, by us was real. Right. It's a Ooh. different time now. Like, and in terms of the thought process <coughs> of, like, I want to, I see you. I'm going to rep my people. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't see that so much anymore. Right. You know, I think we were trending last year. Right. But I think it's going mm. back to business wow. as usual. So, and I, I see it, you know. Um, last year was our best year yet. We had a killer in, year. In, in walk away. Okay. You know, okay. but I just think that um, I want to see how sustainable that is for us. Right. Us. You know what I mean? Right. Like, in terms of black and brown designers. Now, you, you had, like, the what we like to call the Dave Chappelle syndrome, mm -hmm. meaning you walked away at your height. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, like I, 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 I was hanging with Dave Chappelle the other day, and I've never asked him this, and he, he'll just, just voluntarily say, man, <laughs> I just wanted to leave. And I just, I'm just looking at him because I was such a fan what he was doing, I don't want to ask, like, why the fuck would you walk away or why would mm -hmm. you do that? But I got you here. <laughs> so, so um, because that was the rumor. Like, why would she walk away? The company is doing great. The clothing is selling. You know, why did you walk away when you walked away from walk away? Mm. 
I think that I came up, I started in this business right when it was, I was 21 when I started with Fashion in Effect. Wow. So I was um, still a junior in college, and I literally... You still look 21, by the way. Just make some noise. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take continue, that today. Continue, continue. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> thank you. Continue. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I started at 21, and and it was just me falling in love with hip-hop, literally, and, and knowing I didn't want to work for someone else, mm-hmm. right? And then I found something that I was like, I can definitely... I was a hustler, so I knew how to... I'm elongating this, but... I want you to answer this question, but... Was there any other women inspirations that owned that the company time? at that time? Yeah. No. It wasn't. Okay. So, all right. So, so now fast forward, I watched it become this multi-billion dollar business. And I watched a lot of designers get screwed over. Right. I've met with a lot of designers. I always say, hold your trademarks. Those are your masters. Right? Wow. But a lot of people didn't understand it. Killed that. Make her noise. I got. Sometimes, if you are in love with something, and you get to see the inside navigations of it, you could fall out of love. Yeah. You know, and the fashion business mirrored the music business. So, to give you context, in the '90s all the black music label divisions started closing up. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And shortly after that, they started saying urban fashion was going to be dead, the decline of urban fashion. I saw the writing on the wall. I started telling everybody. I had something called Alliance of Minority Designers, where I brought us all together. Like, I'm buying 10,000 yards you're buying 10,000 yards. You're buying, let's buy it together. Let's build. Yards a thread? Like, COVID? yeah, for okay. like denim or whatever. Okay. Just right this power price? together. Right. Like, if we do this together, right. we okay. will be the industry because right. we were all getting it. But I think early 20s, no one, it was ADD without the internet. You know what right. I'm saying? They at the bar, like, let's live, you know? So fast forward, 99, 98. This is after Mike wore my stuff in the ring. Like, it was at the height you of... You gotta slow down. Right. you say Mike, you gotta talk about Mike Tyson. Okay. Mike Tyson. Yeah, because yeah. our, our viewers mm-hmm. are a little crazy. All right, okay. just thinking regular Mike from PS13. Sorry. Let's just, <laughs> let's just make you know what Mike Tyson's talking about. <laughs> continue. Continue. It was all these moments that led up to this space, but I felt very heavy. It was all about the business. I was watching... That sounds like Dave Chappelle. It was a lot. It was a lot. It when was you like, see Dave Chappelle walk away, did you relate to that? I related all okay, everything. I, 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 I related I everything. Like okay. it, it was, everyone was congratulating me, and I, you, you can't even understand this. But literally, it's gonna sound crazy. But the seasons were changing, and I wasn't even seeing that because I was so focused and so like stressed on what was ahead that I wasn't seeing. I wasn't even. I could see you and not see you. Wow. But it wasn't me being flaky or stuck up. It was was just that my mind is somewhere else. You know what I mean? And I had to catch myself like everyone's congratulating me, but I feel like shit. I had a New York showroom, a LA and a Vegas showroom, and I'm I'm traveling all the time. Everything's it was all over the place. And I 
I wasn't being creative, number one. I went to Magic. It looked like a shit show. It was just like a circus. Everybody trying to get free product. It was just who could have a bigger boot. No disrespect to everybody. But it just became this big marketing vehicle of like who had the biggest guns, but we weren't doing business anymore. And I saw the decline coming because I'd already seen what was happening in black music. It was just a ripple effect because fashion and music are the two biggest forms of inspiration. (coughs) And for us, it's our culture. So I knew what was coming. Like, I just was like, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I I chose me. That's literally what happened because I was almost afraid to walk away at that point. Wow, wow. Because I was so attached at that moment to walk away. It's like, when I feel like it's like that, it's time to walk away. So let me ask you, bouncing around, did someone come and buy the brand? No, I owned it. I owned all the equity in it. I just shelved it to take my USA. And and the way that you describe magic is the way that the conferences seem, the music conferences started to turn into. Yeah. How hard is it to get into magic? So magic, you buy a booth. Um, it's it's an approval process. You buy a booth. Um, like the Grammys, almost. It's it's your Grammys. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you come. And I remember the first time we did it, we didn't even have a. a they didn't put us on the floor because it was no streetwear or anything. It was just like we don't know where to put you. So it was myself. It was. Carl Kanai, and it was Cross Colors, and they gave us a conference room right outside conference of it. Room. And we Shit. we made a booth. We made a booth that was a jail cell, and we sent out uh. invites that said, come serve your sentence. And we invited all the buyers, and they all came. You, and Carl Kanai, and Cross Colors. That's the whole. We That's each fucking. did, like, two million at that show, and then we were on the floor after that. That was, like, when it first started. So uh, let, let me ask you: Was there other black designers on the floor that wasn't y'all? But black designers that wasn't hip hop? Right. Was I have there... no idea. I can't okay. even confirm that. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I'm just trying to picture yeah. this is a movie. Though. But what I can confirm is it felt like you could hear a pin drop at at Magic at that point. It when was, y'all stepped through. It was like no disrespect, used car salesman, a, a table, quiet. Here's, here's a shirt, here's a jacket. You know, it was quiet. It was very wonderbred. Wow. And was FUBU bigger at that time? FUBU or? wasn't out yet. FUBU wasn't even out wow. yet. They weren't oh. there yet. Holy moly. Go I remember moly. when they first was starting, they were, they came, that, like, I met with them, yeah. Wow. Oh, they was coming to you? Yep, before oh. they started. Holy moly. Puffy, moly. Bad Boy, like, a lot of people came and talked oh. when they were starting. When they started, mm-hmm. they coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about Rockaway? Rockaware, Dame. I, a matter of fact, I told, yeah, Dame and me talked a lot. And when he tried to do it himself, I remember when they were, was it John Street? They were downtown. Uh-huh. Um, they had an office downtown and he decided he wasn't going to do it his his own. But he'd bought like seven machines and he called me like, yo, you want these seven machines? Like, I'm not going to do it myself. I came and got them and yeah. You took the machines off his hand? Yeah, I took them. Like, he was he was like, I can't do this myself. You know, like, I guess he tried. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I, for, for a kid that is... Clueless, right? Clueless, yeah. that wants to start fashion. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying you guys could literally have your own machines and make your own clothes yourself? That's right. 
Get the fuck yeah. out of here. I never really kind of... I always thought you guys would make a T-shirt or something and send everything else to China. Well, you can do that, too. But when okay. we started, literally, we started out of our... I started out of my house before I had this store. And literally, I made my own cutting table. Um, I was not sewing, but I was designing. And then I, success leaves clues. So I had borrowed some adapts, tailors, wow. and some other people that I knew. Bell had people uptown in Harlem and, and people that were doing it, doing what we loved. And I was like, that's the formula right there. So come over here. This is how I want to design. This is what I want to do. Can you make it? So we, we bought the fabric. We were the creative directors and the designers. And then we we set up the tables. We bought the machines. We could see what everybody had from jukies to singers. And we got busy. She said success leaves clues. Yo, yo look, look, but hip hop, we thought we, we made our own music, sold our own tapes. This is the, that's the real fucking shit. Like, you can cut your own shit. And Sell then, it. Holy yeah. Go take them six floor suits, consignment, make them, make yeah. it real. Well, okay. First of all, let's make some noise for that. Let's make some noise for that. <laughs> what were the five hottest spots in New York City at that time when you wanted to get your clothes? Just the five. It doesn't have to be the five barrels. Right. You just, just tell me, five just, just the five. Just five. Hmm. Simons was one. Simons? Simons was one for us. It where, was right, where was Simons at? Simons was on Belmont in Brownsville. Okay, Simons. I definitely ain't go there. Okay, yeah, Simons was one. Was um, going to Brownsville back then? Dr. Was, J's back young. in the day. <laughs> Dr. J's was a spot. Wow, okay. Um, I would say um, before that, even A.J. Lester's uptown. Okay, A.J. Um, Lester heard of that. Um, it was... Um, Where else were we shopping, Shonda? Nah, that wasn't even out yet, though. Dr. J's. Like, there weren't a lot of hot spots in in Brooklyn to me. Like, we would have... New York City, period. New York, you were going to Macy's, you were going to A&S. You said a lot of them. Like, oh, Shirt Wade, King. Yeah, Shirt King. Oh, okay. you mean stores. Like, yeah, stores. It could be that anywhere. Was, yeah, 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 it yeah. was... I would say Miguel. I would say Miguel Navarro. Shout wow. out to Miguel. He was super dope. So Jesus, Kendu, Rasan, he made clothes for all of them. Like Kendu, Rasan, why can't you know this so name? So those were I feel like hus- they used to sell mixtapes. Kind of. Okay, they were in Brooklyn, right. out of okay, Brooklyn, right, kind of right, mixtapes. Cool, cool, um, cool. You know, but they were legends in New York City. Mm-hmm. And um, and when you think about them, Peter Shu, you know, wow, all okay. those guys, we made clothes for all of them. And mm-hmm. then, um, and, and Miguel was one. I made clothes. Um, I would say Carl, his shop was a dope spot. Carl Kanai, we talked about. Carl Kanai, Shirt Kings, definitely. There was Bell Uptown, shout out to Bell. Um, And then there was Dapper Dan, of course. God damn it, God damn it. Let's make some noise for that. (laughs) And it's a part of our show where we we, we play a game. It's called Quick Time with Slime. Um, You are not drinking, so. Might as well pick Sonny. Yeah, so you could pick someone out of the crowd, and you could pick them, and you could, they'll drink for you. Okay. So we're gonna give you multiple choice. But if wait, let's pick, pick, let's pick the person. <laughs> listen, either of these two guys right there. Which one, which one you feel? You know what? You can alternate. Okay. Each shot, you could be like, I feel okay. like, I feel like the okay, Peruvian cool. wrestler deserves it. Like, where's the shot glasses? Cause we're gonna take a shots with her, right? 
Because she's not taking the shots, but we're, we're gonna take we're gonna we're gonna take the shots. And look, you could be totally completely correct. You could say both. Okay. But when you say both, that means that they drink. One of them drink. Yeah, both or so either. You, both or either. You can you no, can look neither, at you can look and say okay. you can say both of them drink, or you can say just him drink because you, okay. you you could not like them. It's okay. Okay. It's so, okay. So so you asked me the question. I asked you the question, and then you can uh, do whatever you got to do. Okay. So Are we ready? So if I'm answering it, just answer the question. If you ask them both, then they drink. Okay. If you or say, if you say neither, none, neither yeah. then they drink. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Sonny, Sonny. Come on camera, bro. Yeah, yeah, come on camera, come on. You're a part of the show yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you too, Boris, come on. I know the um, first one that you should make them both drink. I'm just okay. being honest. Okay. I, I, but I don't want to. But we got to drink too, so relax. Oh, fuck, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Because, yeah, because we, so we make, you make your shot. All right, chill. Where's, where's, where's my Ciroc? Summer Culotta. Where the Summer Culotta at? All right. All right, cool. But um, I'm pretty sure you're gonna make them both drink and us drink for this shot. Shot, but I could be wrong. Okay. Everybody, how you did? Come on, then. Nas or Jay Z? Oh, both. But, uh, there we go. Right there. That's my type of player. Okay, Come on, let's do it. Nice. Yeah, relax. Relax. it's hot ass You're bottle. driving me home, relax. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Alright, dale cabrón. To uh, motherfucking April Walker, goddamn it. I knew she was gonna play the game. Right, Even though she, I knew she wasn't gonna drink, but I knew she was gonna play the game. Okay. The correct way. Respect or loyalty? Mm. I say respect because with respect you get loyalty. DMX or Tupac? Mm. I, I love that's a hard one, man. Why do you do that? You ain't even got you ain't even got to do it. You can right. just have both of these bozo dudes take a shot. Hey, we're taking a shot too. Oh my god, I'm in there. We're gonna have us bozos. We got four bozos. If you want. Okay, so I love both, but I'm gonna have to go with Pop. Okay, okay. All right. Miami or LA? Both. Okay, there you go, goddamn. There you go, goddamn. I'm in. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I'm in. Take a shot, boys. Oh, man, this Mama Juana's not tasting. Oh, it's, 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 you're hitting that Mama Juana, huh? Okay. Shout out Mama Juana, kids. Okay. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. 
Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Y'all ready? All right, y'all took your shot? Yeah. Oh, I didn't take mine, so I'm sorry. I'm playing the game for real. 90s or 2000 hip hop? 90s. I respect that. <laughs> Pharrell or Kanye West? Pharrell. About to take a shot because how confident she was. I respected that. I respected that. I don't even want to know why. Okay. This is a new question. They added this. Kanye sneakers or Pharrell sneakers? It is a twist. It is a twist. Could be neither. Can I say neither? Yeah, yeah, but we got a drink. <laughs> we neither. She said neither? Yeah. Holy shit, this is a fashion out on this y'all shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. I'm old school, I got on Stan Smith's. Uh. Stan Smith's Adidas. That's right. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys are assholes. <laughs> Okay. Hey, 80s clothing versus 90s clothing. No, oh, that's kind of hard. Both. Well, I mean, my shot is already poured. <laughs> Salud. Damn it, man. Salud. Damn it, man. Salud. Yo, come on, Boris. Boris, Boris, Boris man. Come on. What you, yo, this whole time you ain't have a shot? 
No. What are you doing? It's you want to let down every water right now. Relax. You don't let her down? You take a shot. Relax, he's not drinking. He's not drinking. <laughs> Who, Boris? Oh, he, he's got to drive? Yeah, he's driving. Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> Sonny, that means you got to take double. <laughs> you, you didn't drive, right? Or did you? All right, cool. All right, cool. Well, take your shot, goddammit. Take your shot. I'm taking it too. Look, look, look. I'm taking it too. Nah, Sonny took an Uber, man. Relax. All right, cool. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know where you're going to go with this. This okay. one, I'm very, very curious. One, because you're a hip-hop aficionado. And two, because you're a woman. We ask this to a lot of men. Uh-oh. Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Cardi. You said that very fast and very confident. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask why on this one. Because uh, I'm looking at the whole... The whole vibe. And I think that Cardi, we look at, like, what she's accomplished. Like, as a businesswoman, whew, fierce. Okay. This one, I don't know where you're going. Puff Daddy or Dr. Dre? Mmm. Shot? We in. <laughs> if you want to go shot, um, you want to what pick. way? No, it's whatever the whatever criteria way, in your mind. Same way you've been picking the whole everyone else. It's whatever way. it is in your mind whatever that makes you go either way. Uh, I would have to say, from a music standpoint, whatever standpoint you I'm want. I'm gonna go with Dre. From a business standpoint, both. That sounds like a shot to me. <laughs> <laughs> she picked, man. I ain't drinking. Nothing. All right, cool. I'll have one for no, later. Let's go. Cheers, Come on, cheers. let's go. Okay, podcast or radio? Podcast. I think I'm taking a shot for that as well. That's, Come that's, on, that's your problem. Come on. Come on, we in this together, baby. Come on. Let's do it. Salud. Ooh, that, that one was a little harsh. Okay. You get to be so much. Um, I think Free people are, podcast. Yeah, yes. yeah you, you really get to know people. Okay. Major or independent? Mm. Independent. He just smiles every time someone says independent. Like even if he doesn't smile, just look at his face. He's he smiling. Nice about me. <laughs> He's smiling. He just he just he just wow. goes like this. I just think if you can survive independently and own everything, that's it. What, what I tell him, it's nothing against anything major. But if you own and you can survive independently, then you can take advantage if you go to a major, but you can still maintain ownership of something. Absolutely. If you I don't go first, then you lose ownership. Right. I don't disagree with him. What I, what I do believe is still own your brand, but use that major marketing yeah. money. Right, but that's not both. usually yeah, how it happens. Yeah. If you can it's not accomplish usually how. both, both. The nice part about ownership is legacy, right. and that legacy you could pass on to your kids, your mm -hmm. grandkids, and that's annuity growth and wealth. Right. God damn it. Listen, I'm, I'm for sure, I don't know what you're going to say on this one. <laughs> what? I thought I was for sure, but I don't. Queen Latifah mm. or MC Light? Mm. Both. I'm for sure I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> 
I was for sure, but I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to look stupid. But I was for sure. I said it. Yeah, I said, I'm for sure. I'm for sure. I got damn it. Cheers, God, damn. I'm gonna be loose in carbones tonight. God damn it. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. You gotta let Boris take at least one, man. This he could take a shot. One shot only. Let him take one shot, goddammit. I was in um, Light's, one of her first videos. Light is a rock? Paper. Paper thin. Paper thin? Right? Wow. You didn't? Because what you did to me is just That's paper me. thin, man. On the train. Ooh. Ooh. What a classic. Classic. We need them both on here, man. Light and Latina. Yeah, man. Yeah, that would be dope. We gotta get that. them on. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna let you get away with this. But if Misa calls me, I'm calling you because Groovy Lou or Misa. Oh, you're wrong on that one. I'm gonna go with both. The reason why I'm gonna let you get away with that, but I feel like Misa taught Groovy. Am I inaccurate with that? I'm not sure. A long time. Yeah, Groovy been. been I didn't a know long that. I'm so time. sorry, Groovy. Please don't text me. Please don't text me on some bullshit. Groovy been in the Please. game a long time, but he's definitely, um, you know, taking note for the greats. But he been in. Groovy did one of my first campaigns, like way back, way really? back. Yeah, he's been in the game for what a long time. What year we time. talking? Mm, that might have been in like 90, 91, 92. Okay, uh, my bad, Groovy. I did not know. That. I'm, so, so, I'm taking a shot for not knowing. <laughs> for a long time. She said both she anyway. Said both yeah. anyway yeah. So I'm taking a shot mm -hmm. for that. Holy shit. Dale Chanchi. All right, Dale Chanchi. Right, right. That was a good one, though. Mm. Mm. Ah. That's that summer watermelon, by the way. All right, listen. I just want both of these people to know that we love them both. We just always ask this question because I feel like they both a little mad at me if we keep asking this question for Foxy a little cat. Get my shot uh, ready. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that for me would be I'm a, I'm a say both. Okay, April. I love Kim though. I'm gonna say I love Kim. Kim's from my neighborhood, and so is Foxy. Mm. And so what they represent to the culture is priceless, and they both could spit fire, so I can't That's choose. True. That is the greatest choice ever. Come on, goddamn. Hey. And they can't be mad at Hey, did you drink yours, buddy? Oh, no, shit. I tried to cheat this one. Relax, man. All right, huh? Yeah. Biggie or Big Pun? Big. I respect that. Here's where I don't know where you're going to go. Okay. I think we should do a drum roll. Carl Kanai or Fubu? Ooh. I have to go with Carl because without Carl, there wouldn't be Fubu. Mm. I knew that answer. I knew that answer. <laughs> Cross colors or Mecca? I gotta go with Mecca because Tony Shellman was my first sales guy that started Mecca and he started with me and Tony helped me get them sales out there in a huge way. Mm. These guys are doing a great job. 
Fashionable no, listen. I would have, I would have put cross colors against damage. Oh, I, I know this is because we still quick time aside. But was Paco good? Paco, Paco, Paco? I like Paco. Paco, your homegirl, your homegirl, your homegirl face. Listen, but, and she yeah, got a mask on. So, and I can still see her face. That's just so disgusted no, when I said Paco. Paco has some fly stuff though. Too. Okay, I thought Paco so, was fly. They had some fly stuff, but, but I also wore damage too. So I'm with the roster. But I wore damage too. So you know. Used, definitely. Used. Used was out there, too. It was so many. There was, yeah. there was, okay, so, all right. What you doing cool. Your, 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 friend, your friend just hurt my whole childhood. I like Paco. Right. I didn't own it, but I did like it. All right, what we got? Dapper Dan or Virgil? Dan. Without you, Dan, there would be nothing else. I respect that. Uh, uh, they, they, went, they went a little crazy with this one. But Rhapsody or Bahamadia? Mm, that's hard. Shot? Go, mm, get it ready. Let's get it ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the shot ready. Shout out no, to both of them. Okay. They're both fired. Yeah. All right, cool. We're taking the shot too, right? We're not just, just holding it. That's your yeah. job. That's All right, what you guys, right, shot at. We don't see the shot. <laughs> okay, last one. Mob Deep or MOP? Mob Deep. I thought she was gonna go Brooklyn with it. Yeah, but I'm just Mob Deep got like one of my anthems. Like, what, what is that? What is? Well, I love Shook Ones. Shook Ones. You know it's that's the Project Stole mm -hmm. from Cooking Crack. Yeah, that. That is it. That is the yeah. Shook Ones beat. He told us this. No, that is from Cooking Crack, sir. Yeah, he told us. Yeah, let's make some noise for Cooking Crack. <laughs> oh, he didn't tell us the Cooking Crack part. Did he tell us the Cooking Crack part? I don't know if he told us that. I, listen, I know. He told us the stove. The, 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 the stove, mm -hmm. hey, man. Coming hey, in man. this game on tomorrow. Go on, go on. So, we gotta ask. Mm -hmm. You know, we do our due diligence. Just like every other guest, we have to Google, we have to understand. And one thing that kept popping up was the Virgil thing. I did not know. Mm -hmm. I did not understand. And as I dug in further, I didn't want to dig because I said, you know what? We got the queen here. Let me not do, uh, you know, internet gossip shit. Let me ask her direct. Okay. What is the discrepancy between you and Virgil, if there is any? The discrepancy is a varsity jacket okay. that he put out that has two W's on it. Wait, it's wait. It's a big, he's selling it. It's selling a lot, and he, he sold a lot of them. And I actually saw it first through Carlos, classic material, which is my dog. And he sent me... Carlos Maldonado. Let's yeah, pick up Carlos Maldonado. Okay. So Carlos DM'd me like, yo, what is this? And it was a sax ad. So what was your and his it, two and W's? In the, the sax ad, it's a varsity with the two W's. But the two W's look just mirror reflection of this WW athletic um, mark that I've used since 93. Like, that's when I said Mike Tyson wore in the ring. Um, we just did a run. We dropped it for Christmas. And um, in Christmas, I think, 
we sold out in like two days and it was like a moment in time like we do these drops where we'll talk about so we talked about Mike Tyson remember at the end of last year Mike Tyson did that fight yeah. so we sold out at that same time so we've been selling it um, continually and after it happened it went kind of viral. This was Women's History Month and Black History Month, and people were talking about it. Um, so I know, well, let's say allegedly, I believe through different people in the culture that were saying like, nothing. So finally, I had to talk to some lawyers that reached out to try to settle this amicably because I'm, I'm Cause I don't want to, I, I never would want to even do that, you know, but and, I have to and, protect our trademarks, our masters. And, and right. remember, 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 remember the point, because I remember this one year that Gucci came out with the, with the, with the, right. the puff thing. Was that something, did you feel like that when you saw yeah, his? Yeah, okay. yep, okay. with Dapper Den when everybody yeah, went crazy. The, I believe that did Louis Vuitton, right. but Gucci actually, did the, did it over, it. and he got and no credit. So, right. I'm, I'm, but that's how you got his deal, right. because Black Twitter came for them, right? You know, and so um, I will say, I also believe the only thing worse than racism in this country is sexism, and I say that because I didn't, I didn't have half of that rallying with wow. that support, you know, right. and I, it's just things you notice as a woman, you know, right. no disrespect, because wrong is wrong. I'm right. so happy Dap got that. Right. And um and that and for me, you just heard it. I'm an indie, so right. I'm not doing yeah. this to get a collab. It's right. about protecting what's yours and what right. you've built up over the last three decades. You know, right. so for me, it's not okay. Um, when you think about Starbucks, right. when you think about um, like this is an ad. This when is, this you a... think about different brands that are iconic. Uh-huh. They're iconic for a reason. We're an iconic brand. Mm -hmm. To think because you put stripes here, it's gonna make it different. If my customers are confused and congratulating wow. me and saying dope right. collab or well, you um, you're in sacks, yeah, okay. so they were thinking it was they, a, collab. a lot of my wow. customers were getting confused right. and tribe. Wow. So that's clearly the arrogance of another brand saying we can do that and people won't notice, you know? And how dare you when we're not, we're an established brand, just like a lot of the other iconic brands, you know? So I just really wanted to also stand up and protect black and brown creatives, because like you said, it's not a first. It happened to Dapper Dan. It's happened to a lot, Tyler Perez. Just this happened to him. It happened to so many Instances down to like you you heard in the remix when they were kidding about Misa and Fendi and right. you know it keeps happening oh, and well, we can't. Oh, uh, Daddy Kane water. Uh, uh -huh. the thing, yeah. We just can't let it's happened more now with technology where you see these drive-bys take place with independent designers and they just take make regurgitate and sell our magic back to us mm. and we just allow it. So I think a lot of designers. Mm think they'll be outgunned because they they know they can't stand up in legal proceedings. You know, they can't, it's too expensive. So they, they're banking on that, you know, that they can get away with it. So I just, I'm hoping that this case is taking a stand for all of us, not right. just me. So let me ask you, did you know Virgil prior to this? No. You never met him, never? Never met him. Wow. 
Never met him. Because it seems like something that's like so easy to fix. I, I agree. Right. I agree. Maybe this and I was fix hoping it. that we could, you know, my lawyers reached out, but um, they reached out to them. They reached out to Saks, and I, from my understanding, they didn't want to stop selling it. And this was off-white, or this is Louis Vuitton? Off-white. It was off-white, so this is separate. Okay. Yeah, we need to put the pictures. We need, we need, we need, to, we need to put the pictures. Uh, and I think that just from a standpoint, like when there's confusion, that's where the problem is. And you're saying this is not the route you wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would have never liked to get it to this point, but at the same time, I'm not just going to lay down. Absolutely. Yeah, no, you should. Make some, make some noise for you, goddamn. <laughs> but black and brown creators, let me just say this. Yes. Like, that's the trajectory of my work, like for uh, us, um, uh, in terms of paying it forward. And you literally black and brown. Yeah, literally. literally. Yeah, me too. So there you go. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. And me and Sunny. I'm So no, that's what we do. Like so, so like I do a lot of educational work. I mentor and reverse mentorship. I'm big into mentorship and reverse mentorship. I surround myself by a lot of younger designers, uh -huh. um, and they're looking at me. Right. They're looking at. Um, I want them not to be afraid to do what's right, right you know? Right. And at the same time, this is how we grow. Right. And in and, and that, like VidSig, I'm working with VidSig. I don't know if you've heard of VidSig. No, what's that? It's a, it's a new platform where you can connect one-on-one -on -one and search is on there. Oh, search hit me today. Yeah, shout out okay. to Search. Shout out to Search, us. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Search, search is on there. Yeah, he yeah. actually introduced me. Yeah. He's working with them. But I'm working with them. That's one of the platforms. You know what's funny about Search? Search hits you and be like, yo, this is Search. Like, you're locked in, buddy. <laughs> he still introduces himself. Right. But, like, this is 2021. Like, you can't, you know, back in the days, like, That's in, old in, yeah, yeah, he like, yo, yo, this is Search. Like, yeah. wait a minute. Do you not know? We have something called contact lock. <laughs> we know who you are, sir. Relax. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. Get it. He hit me today, and he introduced himself again. I said, <laughs> "He's being polite, bro." <laughs> no, that's old school shit. He knows that's old, old school. school shit. Come on, let's do that. So, so yeah. Okay. Let Just, me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Has anybody ever rocked your clothes in a way where you said, "This dude is a buffoonio"? Cause, so, cause, cause, it's about how you rock it now. Right. Yeah, you no. give, you give, us four the same clothes. It's gonna be about two of us that right. rock it the wrong way. Okay. So have so, you ever had somebody rock it where you was like, rock it, don't stop it. No, I've, I've never had that because, to be honest, we work with artists that um. That got style. That that had style or that had. So I think that brands, if you're lucky enough, mm -hmm. you, you choose to work with artists that are in alignment mm -hmm. with your value system. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like Pac, Biggie, Naughty by Nature, mm -hmm. EPMD, all those guys were in alignment with what we stood for, you know? Mm -hmm. um, there were times when we had to turn down artists. Like who? Rumpelstiltskin and them niggas needed some clothes, and you said, fuck them. 
Actually, we did the album cover, so no, they won't want. Oh, I was playing around. I was playing around. No, no, that's a real cover. Yeah, they were dope. They were dope. I was playing around. I was playing around. I was playing around. I was playing around. I got the album. I did not know there was a group cover. I was listening. I did not know. No, definitely. I was playing around. Okay, I'm sorry. What was the um group? I'm blanking out with the name. I promise you. Describe it. Troop was one. Troop. Maybe it was true, but the two guys, one of them, they were so dope, but they were um, pop Oh, Boris pop and artists. Sunny. No. no. <laughs> um, uh, KRS had a fight with... Um, oh, the... PM Dawn. Don't say PM Dawn. Oh, my God. He got this record against me right now. Like, shit, rest in peace to the homie that passed away from Rest in peace to the PM Dawn. It was a joke, PM Dawn. The PM Dawn that's left And It was kind of ill this record to you. I got to stand up. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. But Hype, Hype, Hype at that time was doing that video. And I was cool with Hype. And... And they, you didn't want to do PM they Dawn did video. The, Let's just be clear. So I think they did the, the video in my apartment. Like they That used, main single? That, that Break, whatever the what video it, was that you I didn't did. Close? What's that but main it was, just wasn't congruent with the brand. You know what I mean? I thought they were dope, but it you got them, right? And then at the time I had Pac, I had Biggie, I had Oli. I didn't want to chance the um not me, we PM talk Dawn. about ch- chancing. Look. No, just what the brand value system is. They're dope, but it, it was a different lane to me. Yeah. And I did exactly what I was saying. That's exactly what I was saying. So now, for uh, we spoke we spoke about magic. The magic conference, right? Magic conference, which was ill to me because I used to go out there and get free clothes. I did not realize that I had holes in the free clothes that I was getting because they were samples. They were right. tests, yeah. I didn't really tests, realize yeah. that until I was in the hood flossing. And he was like, you know you, you got, got a hole in your shit? Your I said, holy moly. I said, I got the newest whatever. Holy moly, holy right. Right. And they're like, holy moly. I said, geez, Louise, Papa Cheese. Okay. Let's move on from that. Yeah, we had to cut them up. Fashion week. Something that I personally... Because me, I'm not like a fashion guy. I just like the fly shit. But I don't like to invest into the fly shit. But, I, but I'm invested into the fly shit. Okay. But Fashion Week, I don't invest in. I don't care about these models that come to the town. And now there's traffic on 57th Street. <laughs> when I go to 57th Street all the time. Right. And it's okay. So I don't care about these models named Sasha. <laughs> What, what is the point, bro? But I'm not in fashion. Right. For a fashion person, fashion week, what does this mean? Is this y'all Super Bowl? Because to me, it's like soccer. Like, you know how the world loves right. soccer? But we don't give a fuck about soccer. Let's just throw it out there. Let's just throw it out there. The soccer fans going to ban us, too. Okay, let's get me, too. Soccer fans. Soccer's the biggest thing in the fuck world. Soccer. Soccer's trash. Oh, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. What is this football shit? Why y'all keep kicking the ball and everybody's sweating and it's only three points? Stay on the end. All that shit y'all did? Three points? Fuck soccer, man. Our motherfuckers are sitting around. So that's how I feel about fashion. 
but, but wait, wait, wait. Can, I, I, I before before you answer, as well. I want to kind of add on to it. To an answer. Oh, no, hold on. Hold on. Let him finish, no, though. No, I want no, to finish no, Fashion no. Week, though. Fashion no, it's about, I'm going to say it's, 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 about fashion it's going into Fashion okay. Week. Do you feel that... Let's, okay, what's the best way to describe hip-hop fashion? Is it's, I always felt like urban fashion was kind of like a weird way to say it. Is it? I say um, it's lifestyle. It's really lifestyle. It's just who's wearing it. Right. So like, now, in terms of putting labels on it, I think we're the only category that has like had eight different names. Right. So for lack of a better word, we could say hip hop fashion, though, right? Do you feel that we that it's evolved to the point where it's mainstream fashion now? It's pop, and it's that's like why pop now pop it's going yeah. into fashion week. It's one of the biggest industries. And right. Made the most money, and um. <laughs> Come on, bro. You got to spray Creed in there. So come on, man. I got you allergies just, from you. You just got to spray Creed. You got to make sure the devil is not lurking. You know what I'm saying? Look, this man. Is, uh, no, that's the devil, nigga. You She's just, Mexican, bro. She's half Mexican. Oh, she okay, knows what right. a is. Okay, cool, cool. I'm sorry. Well, I don't I'm know sorry. if she does. So, but. so um, yeah. I just want to get you to say fuck Fashion Week. Well, that's... That's my whole goal right now. Okay. So, Fashion Week... <laughs> Fuck Fashion Week. Fuck yeah, fashion like week. I've never been a Fashion Week like contender. Like I've never depended on Fashion Week to dictate my success or validate my dopeness wow. as a brand. Um, if you look at the color of people that walk the runway, it's very different a lot of times for the designers that are allowed into fashion. So it's it's problematic in a lot of ways. I think. The world is changing, just not fast enough. I'm not waiting for it to change. So um, your tribe is your tribe. You so, don't need Fashion Week to tell you. So I feel like you're saying. You got heat. Fuck Fashion Week. I'm saying that it works for some people, and for some people it doesn't. It's not for everybody. It's Fuck not fashion for everybody. Week. It's not for everybody. Fuck Fashion Week. Like, like, like it's fun. It's, it's like she a lot of some people, people like it. Just say fuck. Fuck Fashion Week. <laughs> That's one thing that Drake and Kanye could agree on right now. Because right they're going at each other. Listen, y'all, I want y'all both to realize, fuck Fashion Week! For both of y'all, fuck the Fashion Week, right? I don't get this. There's a guy named Pierre. He's giving out Vivi Clico. He's just walking around. I'm an indie. Right. So, you know, it's not like, as an indie, fashion. it's not that important. Mm. They don't invite me anyway, so like, yeah. like I'm in town. Is that and why you're mad? On, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I've been no, mad. Right, I've yeah, been okay. mad. Didn't you just go to a oh, fashion what? show recently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. I, I, I wish I had my horns like a. Swim week. Uh, <laughs> Even worse. Uh, 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 Same assholes. And be iterated why I hate fashion week. Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. And for the disclaimer, I have to say I'm getting ready to do a collab with another brand. And you might see it at fashion week through their brand. And you'll be right there because you already went. So I like the free drinks. I got I to got, I got throw that out there. I got to throw that out there. Tuna tartar. I didn't like the tuna tartar. They cheese stink too. I was like, they cheese. Like, I obviously wasn't saying fuck fashion week that day. I actually was there sober that day. No, that was fast. That was swim week. Swim week. 
Oh, so that's okay. <laughs> I live in Miami. Swim week is a little different. Oh, you gotta, you it's like go Shark with, Week. You gotta go with your wife and just act like you like this shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You gotta, you know, you, know, you want to stay married. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, all right, good. All right, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just, you know, I was mad. But, but they showed me in my smoking section. Someone I seen the smoking section. I said, hey, hey. So that's all you got. That's the key to this shit. Have a smoking section. With non-stinking cheese, cause the cheese they had there that no, day from under? is it, it smelled like the thunder from down under. <laughs> Holy moly guacamole! It was not good. April Walker, we love you. Thank you for having me. What, what, what's, what's, what's next up before we get up out here? Um, just I'm doing a book that the audio is dropping. I have a book called Walker Gems Get Your Ass Off the Couch. I brought one Wait, for Walker, you. Walker what? Walker Gems Get Your Ass Off the Couch. It's all about the passion pursuit. Um, and the audio is dropping. The audio has, it was produced by Milk D. It has um, wow. Rosie Perez on it. Mm. Um, it's going to be dope. Rosie Perez? Mm. And then I do a lot of educational work. So I'm doing a class with Clive Davis Music Institute this, wow. this at NYU this fall. Um, and it's called The Sound of Fashion. I'm excited about Ooh, that music wow. and fashion. Wow. Um, work with the kids. Shout out to Global Finance. Teach them BYOB. Be your own brand. Build mm. your own brand. Um, be independent. And then VidSig. VidSig. All about VidSig. You want to find me? Find me for Fashion Fridays. For new up-and-coming designers, I'm doing monthly collaborations. Mm. I'm consulting. Mm. This is the one-on-one -on -one you want, so you can mm. find me there. Mm, that's that's Make some noise for that. Yeah. I'm taking a shot for her because you know what? Our show is about giving people flowers. And, you know, as I research your story, I really thought your story was out there. I really thought. But then when, as, I, as I started to research, I started to say, I don't know it. So how many more is me? Right. And... I, I kid you not, I know I said it earlier and I know I said it in a playing way, but I always thought designers had it the easy way. I, always, I did not know. There's so and, many hurdles. Yeah, I did not know that y'all got the same hurdles as us. Maybe if not worse than us. So I want to give you your flowers right now. I want to tell you how much you appreciate it. I want to tell you how much that we love what you did, how much you paved the way. Um, how iconic face. you are. How iconic you. you are. Because... Like I said, like I really thought when I asked you, when I researched you, I really thought you had someone that you said, you know, I could base this off of, you know, Elizabeth Taylor or, or so. I thought you was gonna say that when you said I had nobody. Right. That shit touched me just now. Like I mean, like I knew your story, but just now you me you saying like I had nobody. I just was like, so you know what, fuck it. I want to compete with what was going on, and that to me has to be saluted. That to me has to be respected. That to me has to be honored, and. I don't want anything to happen to you. I, we want to tell you that to your face. And this is your platform. This is your home. If you want to perform, if you want to promote your new slipper line, you can Bring perform it, it too. I, I mean, I mean <laughs> promote. I meant to say promote. If you want to promote your motherfucking new eyeliner line, if you want to promote pink toenails, that's just for the little toe. Okay. Just for the little toe. Just letting you At know. At Fashion Week. <laughs> At Fashion Week. Especially if Fashion Week is in Miami, because we out here. And going, he's there. He's yeah, we out here like that. Have a smoke we section. Gonna, this is your home. This is for hip-hop, and you are hip-hop. You are not 
a visitor or a person, a part, you are hip hop. When I researched you, I had very fun researching you. I like, and I love that. I love when I go and research and, I, and, and it, it's fun. Because right. it's like, oh shit. And you don't talk much. You don't talk much. You're very to yourself. But I love the fact that you was open with us. I love the fact that you, and we want to tell you to your face. We love you. We appreciate you. You are a hip hop icon. You are a hip, you are a person who shape the mold of how we dress, how we feel, and how we operate, and we love that. And we really appreciate you here at Drink Champs. Make some noise. So, we're gonna take a picture and you do a drop. Uh-huh. Again. Yes. How important this show is. Thank you so much. Because you're telling our stories. Yes. And you're doing it fearlessly. Yep. You're not diluting. Yep. And you're empowering. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. God damn, come on. Picture in the drop, right? Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at the real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. 
Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.